Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of SDGC After Hours. I am Justin and I am joined today by the game dad himself, John. How are you today, John? Well, I'm, as you said, uh, game dad. I'm 40 years old and I am so sore and so tired, Justin. I'm so very, very tired. That's understandable. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, today we are going to be talking about Outriders. Um, it's a new looter shooter uh, developed by People Can Fly and published by Square Enix. Um, I have been playing it uh, for the past week or so. Um, uh, before we get started, I do want to just say that uh, the code that I have was provided by Square Enix for coverage. Um, so it was a review code. Um, I did not purchase this myself, uh, for disclosure purposes, but, um, going from there, uh, Justin, yeah, I, John. I, yeah, I have what? a question actually. Yes. Um, okay, go wh ahead. Wh where are they, where are they writing out to? I mean, the game is called Outriders, but it doesn't actually specifically state where they're going. Like, I know so they're going it's, out. It's a, it's a planet called Enoch. Okay, Enoch. Um, so basically core concept of the game Earth sucks ass, uh, so I mean, they left. That's the core uh, concept of reality, Justin. Yeah. Um, but Earth's basically dead in this universe. They left on a couple colony ships um, to this planet called Enoch, which seemed to be a good candidate uh, for like a replacement for Earth and humanity. <laughs> that uh, name's just tripping me out. I'm sorry. Dude, oh, we'll get onto more of the writing stuff in a bit. This is just a brief summation of the concept. Um, and then you get there and then it turns out there's these weird anomaly storms that like are mutating, uh, the wildlife and destroying a lot of things. And, um, your, your character gets caught in one, but becomes altered, which gives them powers. A few people do that. Most people just explode. Uh, oh, you either well, explode no. or you become yeah. altered. Those, those are the two what, options. That's what happens when you're on Twitter too. Yeah. Like you either... You either explode or you just it alters you completely. Yeah. Well, but then you also get like trapped. You go back in your cryopod for like thirty years, and then you come back, and then your friends are like engaged in a war with the other people from the colony I, ship and stuff. I thought, like, I thought you were gonna say your friends are engaged, and I'm like, oh man, wow. No, like, no. What happened while I was asleep? Jeez. No. It, okay, I'm just gonna get some of my talk about the story and writing and stuff out of the way first. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you've been wanting to get this off your chest, like, all week. Yeah, so I don't know why. Like, I know in games like this, for most people, the writing is not very important at all. But for some reason, it really stood out as being particularly, particularly bad in this game. Um, like, the first hour of the pro... Which is the prologue, which was in the demo... Um, so initially I played the demo and like I played that prologue and I'm like, oh, this is really bad. Like it spends a lot of time explaining like, oh, you know, we left Earth and it feels like 80 years ago, but we were it was it was 80 years ago, but it feels like it was just a day because uh, they were in, you know, cryo sleep. And like it just spends a long time like like going really in depth, explaining like really basic sci fi concepts that we've heard a million times. And if I had a nickel for every time I've heard that one, I was in cryo sleep. Are you OK? Like, I, yeah. I um, and then like the time jump is really awkward because it doesn't sound like you're fighting for the good guys for like half the game. They don't actually introduce 
Like, they give you little tidbits of the lore, and then, you know, there's a lot of lore pickups and stuff. But it doesn't sound like you're fighting for the right people. <laughs> and then, like, until they actually introduce the villain, like, halfway through the game. Um, and, like, they call the, the, you know, enemy faction the Insurgents, which feels really weird in a sci-fi setting like this. Um, like... And the main character, I don't know if it's different if you have, like, if you play as, like, a, a woman character and have the, you know, woman voice actor, but I played as a as a male character, and he, I, I hated the main character. Hated him. And in a game where it revolves around, you know, building up that character and stuff, I kind of at least want to like that character. Why do you hate him? Like, 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 like what, just, what? Like, so... The thing that stands out about this game and the writing and especially the delivery of the main character is it feels like the game that Bulletstorm was parodying. Um, like played straight, which is weird because this is from the developers of Bulletstorm. Oh, that's right. This is from the de- the Bulletstorm. De- I had totally forgotten about that till you brought it up. Yeah. So it just it's it's really weird. Like it almost feels like. You know how we get like so, like the nostalgic throwback games to games of a certain era. It almost feels like that, for, but for like 360 era like cover shooters, <laughs> in a way. Um, there's like also just some like really weird dated stereotypes that show up. Um, like there's this one point. It's one of the first side missions where um, this old Asian man invites you into his shop, and like this guy looks like the guy that sells the mogwai in gremlins oh Um, yeah i remember that guy yeah and he's like he's like talking and then he just gets shot out of nowhere and then the main character is like oh he was about to show me the good stuff (laughs) and then he's like oh i'm having the worst day ever like the main character is so detached from everything and like it's really unclear like when this game's trying to tell a joke when it's trying to play something straight um I don't like I I'm not going to spend too much more time on this but like for some reason in this game in particular the writing really stood out for me and made it it made it difficult to want to get into this world or even do quests and stuff because I didn't like I didn't like any of the characters except for the one doctor that's uh zaidi who's it who's in your crew who's like actually like trying to help people other than that like everybody else is just like this really like 90s early 2000s edge character that wasn't really appealing at all <laughs> so all right so so I've, I've got some questions about this right like this is this is a, a like basically a destiny-esque looter shooter right so like i wouldn't actually compare it directly to destiny more like it's diablo more, maybe more like diablo and well, more borderlands. like borderlands yeah it's another one um, heard. because um this game is not a live service game uh this game is you buy it these are the missions you can scale the difficulty you can replay them at any time you can co-op with friends but the like this like this is like a preset package that you can replay over and over to build your character and get loot and stuff. But the game has like a like so I've I've been listening to people talk about this game and initially people seemed pretty high on it. But as more people played, I kept hearing the same complaints about a severe lack of encounter and enemy variability or, uh, yeah. or, or variety. Like like 
Um, talk about that for a minute. Okay, because, so I'm because, actually going to start with I'm going to start with the positive, which is the core combat. Okay. Um, because like people can fly, can make a real good shooter. Um, they've got they've got a lot of chops doing stuff like that, and I I bet my my character is a trickster, um, which is such a fun class. Like you can like teleport across the map behind somebody. Uh, you can you can create this bubble that slows down time and like all the bullets fly through like matrix style. That's pretty cool. And stuff. Uh, you have a time blade, which like cuts through guys and it turns them into skeletons and then they explode. Hell yeah. Um, like it's a super, super fun class and it plays differently than a lot of cover shooters. Like you're not always in cover. Like as the trickster, like you gain health from killing enemies in close range. So, you might just drop into cover while you're cooled, like while your abilities recharge, but then you just basically explode out of it and dash through the groups of enemies, mowing them down, and then you're gaining health and gaining shields, um, and then that builds you up to be able to take out out the stronger enemies in the encounter. It's awesome. Like the core combat does, like the core like combat ideas are awesome. Um, however. Pretty much every counter- encounter is exactly the same. And that's not an exaggeration. Um, you'll be seeing it uses the same... Few, especially when you're fighting humans. Monsters, like, are really, really easy to the point where... Like, they just mob you and then you just shoot them and they die really fast. And, like, you don't even have to bother with abilities with the, most of the monsters. But there aren't that... But, like, there aren't And they're that not many, that common. The monsters aren't, aren't nearly that, as common. Um, but they aren't that different, either. Like, there's not a lot of enemy no. variety. No. Um, there's hardly any enemy variety. Like, there are... There's just the regular riflemen who are just, you know, guys with assault rifles. There's some snipers. There's guys that charge you with axes. There's breachers who are shotgun guys that drop a grenade when they die. Um, there's ironclads who are guys with like chain guns and armor. And then there's like a few types of altered. And usually it's, you fight all the other ones. And then there's like an altered as their commander. Um, and yeah, it's like, so I was initially really impressed actually at the changes they made from the demo because the controls were improved a lot. Um, and like some of the transitions in and out of cutscenes were a lot smoother um, so I was initially really, really positive on the game because then I could actually explore the combat more and really get into it. And like that combat is really, really fun. And like upgrading your character gets re- is really, really fun for the first like several hours. And then you realize nothing is going to change at all. <laughs> like how, um, how long is the actual uh, main campaign? Like, like how long did it take you to clear the main campaign? It's long. Um, I didn't do all the quests or anything. Um, and I have put probably roughly 30 hours into the game so far. Um, and it's becoming clear that... Like, I, I was really push, pushing forward, you know, waiting to see when something new would come up. Something that would really, you know, change, you know, how combat flowed. Or, you know, even how the encounters felt. And they all feel exactly the same. Like, are you just, like, are you just fighting the same enemy soldier over and over? Yes. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes they might be red instead of black, like for their armor, but that's it. 
that's really disheartening. And you know it's, what? It, it's and, it's weird because and yeah, it's another it's, Square published game had that exact same problem last year. Avengers had the exact same problem. You just fight Avengers. Games. At least though, you got to play as different characters, and they had more gameplay variety than. Um, I I actually I I like Avengers more than I like Outriders. Um. Just you, because I you were I, really I re- high on outright like this is wild to me because you were really high on Outriders when you first started playing. Yeah, it's like the first few hours are awesome. Like it really is really fun, and like I understand why a lot of people are getting into this right now. It came out at the right time. Like there's not many other new games coming out right now. It's on Game Pass. Um, you know, it's a co-op game, which people are always looking for more co-op stuff. Um, but yeah, like it just. You, you get burnt out probably after about, like, 10, 15 hours. Like, more so than any other loot game I think I've ever played. I like loot games. Um, I've played almost all of them and enjoyed them generally more than most people do. Um, and, like, I think they actually do a good job with how the loot works, too. Um, they they don't have, like, a huge pool of... Uh, of perks on the on the weapons and stuff but the ones that they do have have really really good synergy with the classes you can come up with some really cool character builds um and like there's a lot of room to like theory craft and create some really neat stuff too um like people are probably going to come up with some ridiculously awesome end game builds like diablo style crush everything in your path kind of builds but um and, like, the crafting system they have is in this, and the way that it handles difficulty are something I think almost every loot game should copy, because those are awesome. Um, the crafting system allows you to... You can literally customize what perks and everything the weapon gets. Um, you can basically build the exact thing that you want instead of just playing over and over and over again and just hoping that it drops, which is great. Um and like it, it, it's expensive, especially if you want to create like a high level weapon. But um, it's it's a really really great thing, and it it gets a lot of the frustration with getting good loot out of the way. Like I never felt like I had bad gear, or like my gear was holding me back from being able to progress, which is a very very good thing in games like this. Like I know sometimes it's like oh I need to have whatever will give me the highest like power ranking, but you know, this weapon doesn't suit my play style or, you know, this armor doesn't have like a key buff that I, that I really need. Um, that never happens in Outriders. So, um, but, and then the world tier system I want to talk about, because I think this is great. It's how the game handles difficulty. Um, as you play, you unlock more world tiers. You start at you start at world tier one, um, and it goes all the way up to 15. That sounds like um, uh, The Division, right? The Division did the exact same so, thing. So The Division only does it for the end game. And there's only like five tiers. And basically how it works for The Division is basically your power. Like it's the power range of the enemies. Where how it works in Outriders is the different world tiers will scale up enemies based off of how of what you set it at. Um, so I played mostly on like world tier six. Um, I haven't unlocked all the world tiers yet. It takes a lot to unlock like the later ones. Uh, but like enemies were always three levels above me, but I would get gear up to three levels above me. Um, 
it's not like a set oh this is the range of levels you want to be in for this yeah. it's like this like the difficulty isn't like th- there isn't like an area that's like a low level area and then like areas that are high level areas it's the whole game is going to scale based off of how you want it and you can turn it up or down at any time like there's no penalty aside from you just lose out on some of the extra bonuses for having a higher world tier but you know if the game's too difficult you can just drop it down for like a certain boss or something and then you can just turn it right back up um it like the game encourages it too like if you die a bunch of times it's like hey you know you can adjust the world tier um i think that's a really really great thing um because sometimes especially when these games get difficult and outriders can get difficult especially with some of these boss fights um i i I just think that that the world tier system and the crafting system are really really good additions i just the thing that just really held me back from really getting into this game is I was not invested in the world. I was not invested in the characters. I was not invested in the quest. And I just, it got so repetitive, um, far beyond what I've seen with a lot of loot games that it was just, it was, it was even hard to continue at times. So I, so I guess here's, here's my big question, right? Like we've talked about this and you know, it, it sounds like it's not like it's not a bad game, but it's, but, but, but it's a game, it's a loot shooter with some very very fundamental flaws, yeah. Um, and in a crowded genre like looter shooters, I mean you know you've got Borderlands, you've got Destiny Two, of course is the big one. You've got the Division. Um, now you've got the Avengers. Um, six months down the road, especially since we're getting a new, I believe we're getting a new Destiny expansion later this year. Um, uh, that got delayed to next year. Okay. But yeah. But but I mean, still, Destiny Two exists, right? I mean, like it's, it's it's still going to be getting seasonal updates, and right? Everything. So, what does this game look like in six months? What is what is the staying power? I see. That's tough for me to say because the end game stuff isn't. It's it's really kind of just like a score based thing, and it's really tough to get into right now because not enough people are end game leveled, and the matchmaking's kind of shoddy i'm not going to talk too much about server issues because um those did impact me several times i the only thing i'll say about server issues is that you cannot play solo unless you have an internet connection which is really frustrating in a game like this because even like diablo and borderlands if you want to play solo you can play offline you cannot play offline in outriders that, which is weird because it's not a live service yeah, game. like i don't understand why i don't understand why some games do that i don't understand um, the insistence on it no, I, and like Avengers, you could play offline and everything too. So, um, that's one thing I just want people to know because I didn't know that going in because they had spent a lot of time being like, look, this isn't a live service game. I assumed you'd be able to play solo offline. Um, and so when the game was having server issues last weekend, um, I was not able to, to play it at all. Um, but I do think this game's gonna have its fans because the core combat is awesome. The loot you get is awesome. And like if you can just ign- like if you can ignore the writing stuff and you know, especially if you have a crew to play with, um I unfortunately have not been able to get into too many matches with other people, um, for various reasons. Yeah. Um but like if you have a crew, like this game could be really fun. Like just chatting with your friends, blowing stuff up, getting loot. But, like, if you're really trying to, like, play it solo, like, I actually play a lot of loot games solo. Um, it just doesn't offer 
a lot of what I like um, to really get me invested in building the world and like exploring the area and building my character. Um, but like, like I said, the core combat is awesome. So I, I, I get like as somebody who like I play, I played destiny for years. Right. But I eventually just bounced mm-hmm. off of it because, you know, there's something about the, like, it's different when you're playing an MMO, like final fantasy 14, right? Like that's an actual story. I'm an, inv- I'm invested in, and you know it, that's also I mean, it's not a loot bait like there's obviously it's an MMO and you want to grind for better gear but like the big draw of Final Fantasy 14 is you know the story and you know being set in that being set in that world something that I've been familiar with for you know most of my well, pretty much my entire adult life um but looter shooters I I eventually just bounce off of and and so I I guess you know do do you See, like, like I already know that Outriders isn't for me, right? Like, yeah, like, dude, I, I, I don't think that you person, like, like th- this isn't a wide thing. Like, I'm just giving my general impressions. But no, so but for but for John, I do right. not think that but, Outriders is a game you'll enjoy. But but what I well, what I really want to know is, are you going to stick with it? Do you see yourself sticking around? So, I'm going to be keeping an eye on how this game is updated. Uh, because I'm very not happy with the first patch that they did, which is nerf everything I liked about the character class I was playing because it was too powerful um, in a game that's PvE only. Instead, So instead of buffing all the other character classes, they just nerfed the one that I was playing as. Um, they made the cooldowns way longer and the abilities less effective. Which is a real bummer because the short cooldowns and how effective the abilities were were kind of the key reasons I liked the combat so much. But given the overwhelmingly negative reaction to that update, I have a feeling it might not stick around um, forever. I'm going to be interested to see how it's updated because they said initially they didn't even, um, you know, they do DLC if the game ended up being popular. And the game has done really well. So it'll. I'll be interested to see what they add, how they adjust it over time. Um, you know, again, it's not a live service game, but still, there's a lot of like little things that they can do um, that I think would make the game, you know, more fun, more right. rewarding, and stuff. So I, I'm gonna keep an eye on it. That's um, awesome. Okay. Yeah. You know, like like. like, like I know I probably came off sounding really negative well, well, no, at points well, no, in this like, review. Like, what I was going to say like, is... This is, a like, game, this is a game that has really high highs and really low lows. It sounds like there's the skeleton of a good game there. It just needs more flesh. Yeah. Um, I mean, and this is the first, like, you know, game of this type, I think, that people can fly have done. So, you know, learning experience for the team and stuff. Um, I'm, I am glad to see it doing well. Um, I'm yeah, me too. I, to I, I don't that, want any game to fail. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and like, this is a studio I, I really like, um, like that, I think, which is why I think I might be harsher on some things that right. I would, you know, a studio wasn't as familiar with, um, because this is a studio I, I really like. I, I followed their work for a long time. Um, and also I just, I just like good shooters. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that's basically everything I have to say. There's not, there's not really much else to talk about. Um, I don't think I could spoil this game for you if I tried. Well, so, uh, so so maybe what we should do is revisit this a few months down the road, 
and see what about the game has changed, what what has evolved, and whether or not you like, and you know whether or not you've even stuck around. Um, I would be very. I, I, I'm, be, I am going to say I'm going to take a little break from it now that I'm done. Like, you know, putting in the time to cover it. Right. And stuff. Exactly. Cause, cause, oh, and also, uh, while I think about it, I did do a stream where I showed off. Um, you know, a bunch of side quests. And, I saw and that. Stuff. Yeah, I was watching that. I enjoyed uh, that actually. earlier this week. So you can check that out on our SDGC uh, Twitch channel on our uh, video on demand. If you want to check that out, I did it late at night because of my work schedule. So there wasn't too many people watching live. But if you want to check it out, hey, I was um, there. I was there. Yeah, you were that. You were there. Um, if you want to check that out and see, you know, some of the combat stuff in action, I, I saw show off some of the really cool trickster abilities. Uh, stuff like that. So um, there's also that if you want to um, see more from me about Outriders. All right, man. Well, uh, thank you for that breakdown, Justin. Uh, it is it is much appreciated. And that's all the time we got today. Uh, this has been uh, SDGC After Hours focused on Outriders. Um, thank you again to Square Enix for the code. Uh, and remember, kindness costs nothing. Take care of each other. We'll see you next time.